0: This is Movie and a Beer, a podcast based in Portland, Oregon, where you can share in our discussion about movies and what beers go best with them. From classic cinema to the latest blockbuster, we all can use a little help figuring out what beers to enjoy in the theater or at home. So listen in and explore with us the vast world of ales and lagers to pair up with your movie experience. Hello and welcome to Movie and a Beer. My name is Dan Kapersky one of your hosts. And tonight we have with us...
1: I am Blake Hunt. I am the literature expert.
0: Oh, nice. And we also have with us...
2: And I am Randall Garcia, and I am just a lover of beer and cinema. Oh, nice. Good man. And you're, and you're and a host, uh, and a dad, and um, a lover of this film that we watch. Oh my god, let's talk about Little Women.
0: Yes, it's an amazing film. So today... Uh, on movie and a beer we're going to be discussing the 2019 oscar-nominated film little women and a couple of us myself and blake went to the saint john's cinema twin our twin cinemas we watched the film in person <coughs> amazing environment it, it's a smaller theater that we watched we watched upstairs it yeah, really yeah it's nice. a real nice theater it was really nice it was like being in a man cave where you can have food and beer and just really have a really good time with it.
1: Okay.
2: Nice. The second so, floor was a lot nicer.
1: Yes. I mean, the whole building has incredible architecture. Yep. Like, I... Hmm. Like, I, I, just, I really like it. <laughs> it's very nice. So,
0: All you, right. you saw the film, Randall, uh, downtown at...
2: I saw it at Cinema 21. Cinema
0: 21 right. in northwest Portland.
2: Yes. Nice. Northwest. Blocks from my house. That's smart. So, uh... Easy, easy trip to the cinema for me. Nice, And I and I saw it on a whim. I, I, I wasn't planning on seeing this film, and I found myself with uh, nothing to do on a Thursday night, and uh, I took a chance on a film that I was pretty certain I wasn't going to like, but I actually, I actually really liked it.
1: I think I'm in the same boat, because you recommended it, and I thought, yeah, okay, I'll watch it, fine. I like Greta Gerwig and most of the actresses, fine. Mm-hmm. And like, 30, 40 minutes in, I was like, man, this is a really good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've seen one of the original or second remakes of it on Turner Classic Movies a number of years ago. So I had some exposure to the film ahead of time, but not this remake of it, which is obviously done differently. Mm-hmm. The director does adjust the timeline, breaks the story into smaller pieces. It You know, so uh, for those that don't know, it covers the history or the story of the March, M-A-R-C-H, sisters, Joe, Meg, Amy, and Beth. This version of it does have multiple timelines and uses flashbacks within each timeline to explain the situation that they're in. Or the situation, how the situation led to where they make some decisions about their lives. It's done in the, I want to say, Civil War era of the United States. Yeah. 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 So, eighteen,
1: I think. I feel like a sign said eighteen seventy one. Yeah. At some point. So,
0: so it's a, an incredible story of these young women who go from adolescence. Their father is off fighting the war, and and I'm going to read my notes because I actually spent some time reading various descriptions of the film and used my <laughs> own language. So this is a story woven into a strong tapestry of action, reaction, regret, and forgiveness. With a strong emotional presence, the sisters' interaction from adolescence into adulthood provides us many ups and downs, which holds the audience's attention. Uh, a, Dan,
2: did you write that? That I, was beautiful. I actually wrote that. Feel I free used, to cut that out. I, I,
0: I read a bunch of different reviews to kind of formulate <laughs> my thoughts on it to be mm-hmm. like, make sure I don't miss something. And it really, it's it's a roller coaster, up and down.
1: Oh yeah, I and, did not expect the emotional. Uh... It's a tearjerker in some scenes. It really is. Yeah, I didn't expect the uh, the emotional, just heartstring tugs that, that were going to happen. I should have. I, I knew it was a, a classic novel and that people. It sold out on a regular basis when I used to work in a bookstore. But just going in, I thought, I, I like these actors, actresses. I like the the director. It'll, it'll be fun. It Seems like a romp. But halfway through, the quarter through, I was like, uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, these characters I've bonded with. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, so Greta Gerwig has both been a prolific actress in Hollywood. She's been in over 20 different things. She's directed probably about 15 to 20 different things, both TV and film. Mm-hmm. Her most recent f- major film was called Lady Bird. Yes. There's an awful lot of really good things out, of her, uh, out about her in her style of approaching storytelling. A lot of, at least from what I've seen the storytelling is broken into smaller pieces. They allow the viewer to get attached to certain parts, and then those get thrown up in the air, and you don't know how they're going to land. So it's kind of an emotional roller coaster. What did you think, Randall? You thought this was an awesome film. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like...
2: Um, Well, you know, I I think I just appreciated uh, how cinematically beautiful it was in terms of uh, just how composed all the shots were and how... Uh, it really felt like you were looking at, um, you know, some of the scenes, especially when um, one of the main characters was at the beach with her sister. Yes. You know, I feel like you could you could just like freeze frame that, you know, scene, you know, images from that scene and they would make beautiful paintings. And it was fun. I, th- I thought the pacing was really fun. I never got bored. You know, I liked the their use of, you know, I think usually it's kind of a, a little feeding when, Movies kind of jump around in different timelines, and it's often. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's not done really well in most movies, but the way they bounce back and forth between timelines, um, I never felt lost or confused. It really felt like the movie just unfolded in a in a way that kept me in it the entire time.
1: Randall, I'm really glad to hear you say that because I feel like I thought I was the only one who enjoyed the what I've described as non-hand-holding uh, time jumps, jumps in storytelling, where like. You have to use you have to use like screen context clues to catch on to, mm. like when it's different like it's in the trailer like Joe cuts her hair it's, it's, they do right. that in the trailer where it's, like she cuts her hair but we don't know why until we see the movie but you, she does that and then like later on jumps forward and then back and you're like all right so now we're back when she sold her hair all right cool now now we're back in mm-hmm. the present all right cool I I really liked it and I, and previous, who, previous, who, previous iterations of the film did not do
0: that they did not really have that much jumping around of the storytelling from what I've seen. Interesting. There's, I, I think this is a definite approach to filmmaking and storytelling that works effectively with this very long, while it doesn't really cover but a few years in their lives, the things they do while they're interacting with each other and making decisions about themselves and their family and how they want to support their family versus hey i really have a whole lot of things i want to do in my life i want to be successful i want to marry a rich guy we aren't alive during that time we don't really know what it was like so this is a best guess of that time period and how the women thought of themselves and how they fit into society. Realistically, from my perspective, from a filmmaking perspective, I actually didn't think they stretched it very far when it came to the scenes, to the background, to the setting. It's fairly simple. There's no complex, other than they transitioned to France, but that could have been anywhere in Georgia, because it's the same trees and the same <laughs> environment. Oui. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I from a visual standpoint and a storytelling standpoint, simple.
2: Who is was your favorite me. March sister?
1: Joe. Joe. You know she was really? She. Yeah. I liked Meg, although I, I frankly like Emma Watson and anything she does. Like, yeah. She's such a good actress. I was
0: ready to hear her say Patronus, but yeah, no, he won't go there.
1: Expecto patron and she just slams some shots.
2: Cersei is that her, how do you say her name? Cersei Ronan, is that? The uh Cersei Cersei Cersei, Cersei 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 I said it right earlier once, and I can't remember. It <laughs> Shor- was Shor-shay.
1: Shor-shay. Okay. Sh- uh, yeah. uh, so But yeah, I think Cersei Ronan yeah. it's Irish.
0: It, it, it's an amazing.
1: I mean yeah, all the
0: actresses I, I like and actors the simple fact that the father <laughs>
1: Um, I'm not going to re- say who, but it's a, a fun little uh, cameo for comedy nerds. You might recognize
0: him from such TV shows as...
1: Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. And uh, Mr. <laughs> Show with Bob and David. Yes. And then the Netflix reboot, I think just Bob and David, yes. I think. That was also good.
0: He, yeah, they have some pretty good actors <laughs> in it. And I,
1: oh, Laura Dern and Meryl Streep. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Meryl Streep's.
1: I think me and uh, Madeline, right? Madeline uh, bonded over Meryl Streep's portrayal as... Aunt Madge, yes. I think. I need to bad at names. I'm getting all these names right. So so it's amazing that
0: I felt it very odd that the money and how money worked in the society at that time, they wouldn't just give it to people, like even their own family members. You have to struggle before, and then I have to die before I give it to you.
1: I mean, it shows that it tells the person with money that the person without money wants to earn it.
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: That's how I saw it. It felt very selfish. I, yep. Welcome to old timey America. Yeah, and current America. Just, and sorry,
2: was that random? I'm just glad. I, I'm just <laughs> glad. I, I. I'm just glad I wasn't alive then. Same. It just it just seemed like <laughs> not a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, it just seemed like a really horrible time in American history. You well, know, yeah, you'd die from starvation, civil Fever. civil war. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, there's just
0: so many things that could cause you to tie an agonizing death, and there's not anything you do about it when that happens. You're just like I okay, mean, for right. the
1: girls, Christmas was like bringing food to someone even more or less fortunate, and then all like being together as a family as the father wrote a letter that the mother read. Like that was. That's email. all you got news. You it's can funny. just text somebody and say, Oh hey, be ready in twenty. It was like months later. Oh, I miss you, my my dearest Aberdeen.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear from you every six months. Ugh. Yeah. That's rough. But I liked it. So, I like the movie
1: overall. Thank thank you, Randall, for yes. having seen it oh, and yeah. suggesting we should watch it. Definite thumbs up on that
2: one. After marriage story, I I uh, we watch something much a little more uplifting
0: mm. a little bit more pre- pleasant
2: yeah um and i i could totally see why i got nominated for best picture oh absolutely um,
1: this I'm makes sense i'm not
2: sure if it'll win necessarily given the lineup of uh, best picture I, I think it's towards the top
0: if we had a commercial to insert this is where it would go Welcome to Movie and a Beer Part 2. Let's talk about the beers that we enjoyed while we watched Little Women at the St. John's Cinema Twin Theater.
1: Hold hold on. When we watched Little Women. Little Women. You you put the, and that sounds
0: Uh, It's not. I'm sorry. It's in the notes as watching Little Women at the St. John's Cinema Twin and the beer that Randall enjoyed at Cinema 21 here in Portland. Mm -hmm. For the two of us that well, there were three of us that went to go see the film here in St. John's. We were able to select out of, I think, seven or eight different beers. It was really nice. They had a huge range, really nice. And you got the half size pitcher, so we each got a half pitcher.
1: Which, apparently, if you want to just drink from the pitcher, it's allowed. It's allowed. It's a, I guess, state law? Yeah. yeah 32 so ounces is the highest 30, something. But a 32-ounce container is the
0: largest size you can drink without having to pour it into another container. Interesting. And these small pitchers fit within that size. So the people selling us the beer at the counter were like, do you want a glass or do you want to drink straight out of the pitcher? And we were like...
1: Which threw me for a real loom. Like, let's, I, I, I was glasses? also
0: clump. I was like, oh yeah, well, if we're going to share, maybe we should get some glasses. So, yeah, excellent range. Yes, excellent range of beers. Uh, The two that the two of us selected were the Mount Hood Brewing Cloud Cap Amber and the 10 barrel Profuse Juice, which is a juicy New England style IPA. Mm. Um, The Cloud Cap Amber was about 5% ABV. And the profuse juice, it was 6.5%, even mm-hmm. though it didn't taste like it. It was really right. thin and shallow and didn't taste like it had that kind of alcohol content on it. Right. So be careful. Yes, yeah, so be careful. Hydrate and or dehydrate. Hydrate or dehydrate. And, yes, of course, drink lots of water, eat food, do what you need to do. And, Randall, what did you have? Uh, Fort George IPA. Yeah, the Fort George IPA. Ooh, Most excellent good. choice. Really good beer. Ooh, we've discussed amongst ourselves a few ways of approaching the situation so this film does have a great slow beginning with a lot of
1: build-up it really this, takes its time early on it
0: takes its time early on it's a little slow so we we both enjoyed the beers we selected mm-hmm. and then we switched them up we tried each other's beers and then we're just like oh hey wait a second let's Hmm, the second part of the film has a little bit of more seriousness to
1: it. A little heavier a little heavier subject matter.
0: So I we
1: came to the conclusion while
0: both the beers that we selected were really good, we may want to suggest a lighter beer in the beginning and a heavier beer towards the end. Simply because the film itself does have a lot of heavy moments, some tear jerker moments. Almost like a big tunnel change.
1: At a certain point, when I, uh, I think Randall referenced uh, the main character with a sister at the beach, that's kind of a mm. almost a, like a massive turning point of oh, I should be I should finish off this lager and get myself a double IPA or a stout or something like that. Yeah, something a that little You're little gonna heavier. sip slower while you just absorb the I mean incredible and heavy acting that's the, about to come up. The very sadness of losing a sibling plot spoil
2: spoiler so, alert we win the civil war. <laughs>
0: Wait, what? Good yes, for us. The father comes, yeah. back. They uh, open father comes s- back. The The aunt dies, leaves them the house. I let you forget about that until they you just said it now. Open a school for both <laughs> boys and girls because there aren't any good mm-hmm. schools in their area.
1: Uh, I,
2: I, Again, I, not, a, not, a, not a fan. Not a fan of this time period.
1: Yeah, it's well, rough. Well, before I forget, um, how do you feel about the whole Dan and Blake opinion? Of light beer earlier on, and if you can switch to dark beer later, or would you say just stick to one and kind of keep going through?
2: Yeah, I think you gotta pick up your. I think you just by the time they get to all the dying stuff, I think is you should be a little buzzed. I think it's so like whatever gets you there, whatever gets you buzzed, I think because it's dark, it's sad at the end. So yeah, heavier beer. Stronger beer towards the end. Something light. Definitely something light at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, the film was so fun in the beginning, and then it just kind of turned the corner and they're going
1: to dances. It got sad.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: there's, there's uh, and it wasn't. Like, it's an amazing approach to society at that point in time. But then the reality of hey. There's somebody down the road that we've been giving things to that are less fortunate, her husband's off, they're poor, they have nothing, and it's literally a shack with, like, bare walls and literally, like, you can see outside through the gaps. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they're surviving in this. So it it, it gives you some warmth to know that there are people who are willing to go out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: beyond what they needed to do, but it's just really sad how that then turns around and bites them for... An yeah. unfortunate thing. It's like, oh hey, I had the measles and the mumps and scarlet fever and blah blah blah, but you didn't, and you just now got exposed as an adult, and you're gonna die. Ugh, it's just sad. Yeah, as you said, like this time of the of being alive in the United States was, or in you know the world in general, not so pleasant. Easy to die.
2: I'm never, I'm, yeah, I'm never gonna complain about this era ever again after watching that film <laughs> or any film that takes place. I mean, come on, like we have we have the internet.
1: Yes. <laughs> like, Hold on, theater what?
2: The interwebs. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm not, I'm, not on the, I'm not allowed on that. Yes.
0: So I think we all agree, great film to watch. You can watch it at home. You can watch it at the theater. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to make much of a difference where
1: you watch it. Uh, the I theater experience is a little nicer. It's a little nicer, but this film kind of works on a, when you can get this film on DVD, it will work well at home as much as the theater. Yeah. it like,
0: on it's, demand.
1: It's, it's, not a, it's not a big, massive story. Yeah, it's, no. It's a small story about a small family. Yeah.
0: And snuggle up in a blanket, have a nice drink to start, maybe some wine or a mixed drink, and then move to something heavier. Or just start (laughs) with a lighter beer and move to a heavier beer. We we both, all of us agree that I think starting light and then moving into something heavier is appropriate simply because of the gravity or the gravitas of... Bless you. ...of what the actors, Mm -hmm. the story goes through and what it tells Mm -hmm. and portrays. And yes, it's it's amazing. The women... Control their lives, take them over, and do what they want to do with them. It's just they have to sacrifice a few things here and there to get there. So that's not unlike anything normal today. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's well said,
0: Randall. Any last thoughts?
2: No, I, I mean, nope. I think uh, if anybody on the Oscar committee is listening, I think this should win. Compared to so, the other
0: films, yes, I think. I, I, I think so. I'm.
2: I'm looking at the list, and I'm thinking there's nothing on here that's like. I mean, Parasite, obviously. Wow, what a film! But I'm, I'm really, I'm bummed that Uncut Gems is not on this list. And so I really, I'm thinking this is definitely one of my top favorite films for, for 2019. Mm-hmm. And the beer, Fort George, can't go wrong. Yes. Available all year round. All Robin. year
0: round. Really good IPA.
1: Uh, real quick, Dan, is Fort George like available around, all over the place? Do you know? Or...
0: It, it's more specific to the Pacific Northwest. Okay, okay, I do good. know that they're not using. I think they use a local distributor. I, I would say that they're probably going through maybe Columbia for some of their local... You you can get them in, bo- in cans and on draft in a lot of places in the Northwest. Seattle, okay. Portland so, area, down to Eugene and Salem. But beyond that, probably not.
1: Okay, so listeners outside of Oregon, make sure to come by, check out the St. John's Theater in North Portland and get a, a Fort George beer. Like, I don't usually recommend going to a movie theater for when you're touring but it's a really nice theater yeah. it's so beautiful yeah the the st john's cinema twin and then the and then cinema 21 in
0: northwest theater. they they're both really amazing cinema experiences thanks for listening and as always drink responsibly and please note that the opinions expressed during this taping of this podcast are those of the hosts exclusively mm-hmm. and as always
1: hydrate or dehydrate
0: exactly all right, so this is Dan Kapersky signing off. Thank you for listening. We have... This is Blake
1: Hunt signing off. And this is Randall. All right, Randall. Thanks
0: for listening, everybody. And we will catch you on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. This has been Movie and a Beer. Stay tuned for future episodes and features to be added to our website and podcast. And please remember to drink responsibly and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.